0: This episode is brought to us by currency. We all have a need for products and services, but how to demand that others give them to you? Why not use currency? Of course, I, I, I also didn't. Uh write down like a a script of how I open the show because if I've learned anything it's that I don't remember how to open the show and that's how we open the show here on the international internet strangers mixtape uh my name is (laughs) (laughs) radio former radio professional here my name is Damon
1: uh and I'm Zen hello hey
0: and uh this is uh the podcast where we talk uh so if you listen to our (laughs) Our half episode, uh, last week, week before, I'm so bad at this schedule, at every schedule. Anyway, if you listen to our half episode, I, uh, caught you up, beautiful babies, on my, uh, Stephen King, since our last, uh, Stephen King episode, and in effort to keep spooky season dragged out past Halloween, and kind of as a buffer against the oncoming Christmas, Mm. uh. We're gonna have a little, little more of that chat. It's gonna be a little, little spooky still.
1: I mean, you know, you, you you can't talk about Stephen King without me. It's just not fair.
0: That's true. Okay. And uh, And and uh, I I was thinking also we'll have a little Halloween on Christmas. Um, yeah. I just because Tim Burton's kind of been in the news. I want to touch on that. Hmm. Uh, so it's been long enough, I think, since our last episode, the Tom Hanks one, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. Oh, I Tom actually Hanks. I do
0: I do have a little follow up on the Tom Hanks. Hmm. Um, I have apologies to Robert Zemeckis.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Because uh, in my head, Zemeckis has always been—it's it's been Back to the Future and Forrest Gump, and then the CGI nightmares of the the middle two thousands. Yep. He directed Death Becomes Her. I mean, oh. you can't stay. Oh, that's that redeeming. There.
1: That is and, redeeming.
0: Uh, what Lies Beneath? Contact. Contact's okay. Um, some folks love it, so I'll, I'll, I'll put Contact out there. Oh,
1: is, is Contact the, the Jodie Foster one? Yeah. So there's a weird kind of like gay following for that film. Um, oh, I
0: get that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't really know what the, the context is, but there's a whole thing. There's a whole thing about Contact. Um,
0: huh. Yeah. Who knows? I,
1: Someone I, knows.
0: Gay following reminded me. I watched uh, The Great Mouse Detective last night. For the first Amazing. time in twenty five years, I don't. I don't know if I've watched it as a as an adult, but it's no. one that we had that came out of, of the Disney Vault around the time my mom was buying stuff out of the, mm. you know, buy, building up the the video collection.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: when I mentioned it, she was like, "Haven't you seen that one enough?" <laughs> so apparently, I watched it a traumatizing amount as a kid. I mean, but, I
1: think we could have extrapolated that from. Uh previous previous mentions of the Great Mouse Detective, I think it was one of your uh, you know
0: <laughs> Okay I, apparently yeah. I have a blind yeah. spot for how much I love the Great Mouse Detective
1: Yeah uh, You have mentioned it quite a few times
0: But I, I was, what, have you seen it in, in recently?
1: Oh gosh no, I've not seen it since I was teeny tiny so barely why would, remember it to be honest
0: Why would one have? Yeah. Um, so, But Radigan, the villain I'm watching. I'm like, okay, I I see what they talk about when they talk about gay coded Disney villains.
1: Right. Okay.
0: And oh, and then I looked up the the cast, and it's it's Vincent Price.
1: Amazing! I didn't know yeah. that.
0: Apparently, it had been a lifelong dream of his to voice a Disney cartoon, and he got to do it. He's Radigan.
1: That's so cool.
0: And he's got the the character has the tiniest little feet I've ever seen in a Disney. It's so funny. <laughs> It's like Rob Liefeld drew him. Um, yeah, so that that's... Uh, apologies to uh, to Zemeckis. Mm. What Lies Beneath and Death Becomes Her, it makes up, I think, for Polar Express and Beowulf and Christmas Carol as a mm. one, two, three punch. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, I did also see, uh,
1: yeah. earlier today, I... Apologies, I didn't read the article. But I saw that the the guy that the terminal was loosely based on passed away. Oh. In an airport. Wow. Like, yeah. Huh.
0: Huh, like, indeed. Like an elephant graveyard sort of thing.
1: Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I feel like I really should have read that before mentioning it. Yeah, fair
0: well, enough. And that elephant graveyard felt a little disrespectful. A man died and you think this is funny?
1: Hmm. Mm, you're a bad person
0: yep a little bit mm. um all right so uh before we get on to uh onto your stephen king update mm. i would like uh to introduce a a running trivia feature mm, um, mm. so the way i would like this to work is every week one of us brings a trivia chunk whatever yeah that means to you and we just keep a a running tally of the points okay and so since it's my idea and you don't have anything prepared I do have one set up um, for a possible nine points
1: how many
0: Hellraiser movie subtitles can you name uh (laughs) So there are 11 total films, but the first one and the newest one are both just Hellraiser.
1: So I literally watched Hellraiser 2 over Spooky Season, obviously. Okay. And I did a pub quiz about movie posters with the Twin Towers in. So that was Hellraiser 3. I've not seen the others, so I'm going to have to be forgiven for those. But I can't remember. I can't remember a single one. Oh, no.
0: Now, see, I've only seen mm. one and okay. two and, uh, like, the first half of the newest one. Because mm. one and two were such delights, such fun <laughs> surprises. Like, I had no expectations for Hellraiser being good, because I knew they had all these direct sequels and and everything. Mm. And I didn't get why Pinhead was supposed to be scary. Um, Because from the posters and stuff, it's hard to to get that. So yeah, yeah. So I've only seen those two, and I stopped because the second one was such a surprise. I was like, "That's I love it." Like the the way it continues off the first story. I love. I like the hell that they depict. Yeah, and it goes it goes so big, and not in a what not in what I feel is a horror sequel sort of way. Like it feels really like a continuation of the story. And not like another Friday the Thirteenth, where you yeah, start it's to like fall they've kind
1: of the taken pattern. yeah, no, it's it's not like rinse and repeat. It's it's like they've taken the law and carried it on a bit, um, developed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just i I don't know. Maybe I will give some of the other ones a go because I do really enjoy that kind of practical effects.
0: Yeah, um, although at a certain point, you you lose that. You're right, I'm
1: sure. Yeah, yeah. Fall
0: into low, low quality CG.
1: Boo! I, Boo to low yeah. quality CGI. It's not about that.
0: But what uh, so them?
1: yeah, completely flaked on that one, massively.
0: Oh. Okay, which one has there's there's one of them here, one of the bad sequels that's got a... Uh, oh, it's, I think Hell World. I can mm. never remember who became surprisingly famous from that cast. See, it's got Lance Henriksen, but he was already famous at the time. Maybe that's not. Oh no, it's Bloodline. Bloodline has. I want to say Adam Scott. Oh wow! The way, or, or
1: like Paul Rudd or something, you know? Yeah, like... Paul,
0: Paul Rudd. Yeah, because Paul Rudd's in, in Halloween, Halloween. Six. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But someone like that of that ilk.
0: Hellraiser Four Bloodline <laughs> uh, was granted the Alan Smithy pseudonym. So a director so ashamed of his work that he uh, gave the credit to Alan Smithy rather than having his name
1: oh, attached. Wow, I mean that says a lot, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's who Doug Bradley. Yeah, Pinhead. I mean,
1: I could, I could, I could make up some subtitles for for Hellraiser films, but um, yeah.
0: you know, go go ahead and throw some guesses out. I guess Bloodlines off the table because I said it out loud. But yeah,
1: uh, you know, Pinhead goes to Hollywood. Okay. Um, yep. You know, Attack of the Cenobites. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Come on, put me out my misery. What we got? Okay.
0: All right. So it's I love, I love it. Uh, So Hellraiser, the first one, Uh, Hellbound, Hellraiser two. Um, Because story, of course, based on the Hellbound Heart. Uh, I think the second one was actually just the rest of Clive Barker's story because right. the first movie had a budget of like less than a million mm. and so it's it's short and uh you know they had to make some compromises to make it fit and happen and so then the rest of it they got to do in hellbound hellraiser 2 mm. uh hellraiser 3 was it, what, yeah
1: sorry was it you that told me that um clive barker completely blagged it for the first film like he said to the studio they were like so do you do you know how to make a film <laughs> and he's like yeah yeah totally didn't have a clue. Was literally reading like how to make a movie for dummies yes. like the week before. You
0: know. Yeah, I, I don't think that was me, but I have heard that. Oh,
1: okay. And
0: yeah. more power to him. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Hellraiser three, Hell on Earth. Yeah. Uh, then Hellraiser Bloodline, Hellraiser Inferno, mm-hmm. uh, Hellraiser yeah. uh, Hellseeker. I do like the after the mm-hmm. third one they drop the the numeric, so you can yeah. just watch them whenever. Uh, Hellseeker, Uh, that's 2002. 2005, my least favorite of these titles, Hellraiser, Deader.
1: Oh, that's terrible. Yeah.
0: I don't know if it's like more dead or a pun on debtor or if it's one who deads. (sighs) None of them fall right in my ear. No. Uh, Like,
1: you know, if, if the one prior to that had been called hellraiser dead right it would it would work but it makes no sense
0: yeah that but that's like the emblem of hellraiser sequel titles to me just like deader okay you're just edgy as you could possibly be try anyway uh yeah so hellraiser deader uh 2005's hellraiser Hellworld, in Mm -hmm. which uh the puzzle box is an mmorpg
1: Oh wow! I wa- okay, I watched that, like the that first ten minutes. Fun
0: ten minutes of that one, and uh,
1: is it awful?
0: Uh, I mean, it's low level horror, so it's got like you know predictable tropes and and uh, questionable teens <laughs> behavior,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it's got Lance <laughs> Henriksen. Uh, so Hell World, Hellraiser Revelations. That seems like you'd expect the franchise at <laughs> some point to throw out a Revelations. Uh, and then 2018's Hellraiser Judgment. So, mm. after yeah. one round of running <laughs> trivia, scores stamp, tied at zero.
1: Oh dear. Okay.
0: So that was fun. All right. So, uh, do you have anything else for the for the preamble? Oh,
1: um, I don't think so.
0: Well, then let's roll on. Uh, oh, let's do let's do a little Tim Burton before we get on to the to the Stephen King the headline.
1: Sure, yeah.
0: Because uh, a story just I uh, was making the rounds recently about. Well, let let me do it this way. Um, when I say the Nightmare Before Christmas, who do you think of? Danny Elfman, Tim Burton,
1: um, yeah.
0: Yeah, How how far down the list before you get to Henry Selleck?
1: I, I, I don't know who that is. <laughs> there you go.
0: That's uh, So Henry Selleck directed Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas because oh, okay. Tim Burton was out in Hollywood doing two movies. Right. It would be Ed Wood and I don't know what the other one would have been. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> so uh yeah so tim burton put like the vibe on it designed the characters kind of had the story but henry Selleck actually did the directing and Ooh. he's he's not like bitter about it but he does in a recent interview kind of point that out uh henry Selleck i
1: mean fair enough who, you know that that film is pretty iconic Can yeah I, I would consider myself quite a fan of it and i didn't know that
0: yeah and so here's the thing about henry Selick. His, the rest of his body of work includes *James and the Giant Peach*, which I also always mm-hmm. associate with Tim Burton and his time at Disney. Uh, so *James and the Giant Peach* and uh, *Coraline*.
1: Oh wow! Okay.
0: And uh, he has one that just now uh, came out. It's on the the Netflix called.
1: Oh, is that the the uh, uh,
0: one? Starts with W's. Weirder in the wall. What?
1: Wild and Why,
0: yeah, Wild and
1: uh, let's ah. Henry Selick. I, I watched it. It was good.
0: Wendell and Wild is the Wendell and did. Wild. Yeah, so he has oh, nice. got such a solid. It's a small uh, body of work because he works in a, a field that's tricky. You know, it's not mm. it's not easy stuff to do. Uh, so shorts, music videos, uh, TV short, then Nightmare Before Christmas, apparently his first feature, James and the Giant wow. Peach, Monkey Bone, uh, the Brendan Fraser.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, to Moon Girl, Coraline. Uh, he had a segment on the Academy Awards, TV series called Little Nightmares, and then Wendell and Wild. So it's not broad, but it's pretty hmm. solid. And... Uh, yeah. The the other thing I, I, I like to consider where we look at Henry Selleck's stop motion history and how good it is when we look at Tim Burton's one stop motion feature and it's the corpse bride. Mm.
1: Some people have a lot of love for the corpse bride. <sighs> um, I don't personally rate it. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to compare it to Nightmare Before Christmas, it's just a bit like me.
0: Yeah, it it so so that I mean that's kind of where it, it shines to me is like Henry Selleck, Nightmare Before Christmas, James the Giant Peach, Coraline, Tim Burton, yeah, it all mm. was there. Two thousand mm. what six, two thousand five, two thousand six. Cool, right. Yeah, it should oh, have
1: maybe even earlier.
0: Should have been everything we hope for because it's actual tim burton actual danny elfman working with johnny depp and helena bonham carter like all of the elements that we want are there Mm. and it's 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 so thin it feels thin in a way that nightmare just doesn't you know
1: yeah it almost felt like too like you say almost not too perfect but but like too formulaic, right? Like, yeah. And th- these are the elements that make a good Tim Burton film. This is what's successful, and what people like. Let's mush it all together. Yeah. Um, and you can But yeah, like I say, some people love it. So and you can't say you can't, it's can't, like
0: can't. low effort because it's stop motion. That's never. Oh yeah, yeah. So you have to think about every step, but it doesn't feel loved mm. necessarily yeah it feels like they're like well the, you can't fail uh it's a tortoise in the hare, i think they're like well you no know, we got this we're the hare. we can knock this out <laughs> we've got johnny depp and tim burton with the, uh, danny elfman songs it's all the so, stuff done yeah but i don't i don't like the songs that much
1: i can't even think of any of the songs
0: there's so here's why i can is because we own the corpse bride
1: because Mm, i think i do too it was
0: because it was the last thing that we had rented from the blockbuster before katie went off to to florence Mm -hmm. and forgot to return it so she came and uh yeah so she came back and we're looking through a room we're like oh i guess we never returned the corpse bride i guess we own this now so so we have it so i've watched (laughs) it a couple times sometimes it'll be on hbo and i'll be like all right let's give it a whirl and like Mm. yeah
1: but yeah, nothing, nothing particularly um, stands out to me from that.
0: Yeah. Um, so, do you have a like a favorite Tim Burton? Let's let's do a quick Tim Burton. Uh, uh,
1: uh Batman.
0: Oh yeah, I I um, I was thinking too hard about mine. Yeah, it's obviously Batman. It's the one I watch the most. It's the soundtrack yeah, I listen yeah. to.
1: My goodness, that that clip of Michelle Pfeiffer whipping the heads off the dummies on the first take is doing the rounds again. Oh,
0: that's cool. so returns for you then.
1: That yeah, that would be returns actually. Well, I don't know. I mean, they're both excellent, but yeah, it just reminded me. Um yeah, that she actually learned how to do that and did it in one take. That's that's and cool as hell. Absolutely smashed it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Batman Returns I I think of as the most Tim Burton film because it's yeah. it starts with a disfigured baby being abandoned by its parents mm-hmm. uh it's got circus tent and and clowns yeah. and concentric circles and it's stripes the,
1: the sh- exactly the it's, stripes and the swirls yeah, yeah. it's on
0: halloween it's yeah. uh oh the the set that gotham city is built on feels very early tim burton
1: yeah
0: uh, but i did just watch beetlejuice for the first time in a long time
1: I mean, and that's that is up there, that's isn't got it? a
0: lot of, like it's it's not like a full greatest hits collection, but mm. it's got you know the stop motion sandworm which is striped, uh, Beetlejuice very stripey himself, mm. uh, a lot of lot of stop motion in that one, but like as a as an accent, yeah.
1: Uh, I do think, yeah, you're making me doubt myself. No, no, I'm going to stick with Batman, sure. but Beetlejuice is like you know, top two <laughs> if I'm allowed. If I'm
0: allowed, but I, I would probably say I when I want to sound intellectual, I'll say my like you know, it's Big Fish. Oh,
1: if, no, if I want to sound Yay.
0: classy and and uh, and that. But, no. right, do you rem- at
1: least you're not saying Planet of the Apes? Ye- I mean, come
0: on. Yeah, just uh, the only Tim Burton I love is the disappointing Tim Burton stuff i love corpse bride i love uh, charlie and the chocolate factory it talk talk about <laughs> mid-2000s can't miss i mean how how on on your message boards how much were we talking about what if tim burton tim burton johnny depp charlie and the chocolate factory you can't you can't lose but tortoise and the hare yeah yeah i don't know No, that was awful and that's that's kind of the start of the the CG nightmare around Tim Burton films, where it, nothing feels like it takes place in a place anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. But that would have been that would have been post Planet of the Apes, right? Yeah,
0: Planet of the Apes was ninety nine, I think. Yeah,
1: because I mean that had already.
0: Oh, Sleepy Hollow was about ninety nine as well.
1: I watched that. I watched that the other day. That is still good fun. Although I did have the revelation that shouldn't be a revelation (laughs) that Johnny Depp can't act. He's just Johnny Depp in every single film. Yeah, except... He's literally the same character doing a different accent in a different costume.
0: Yeah, except when he's Keith Richards. But you have heard Mm. of me. (laughs) Yeah. So he's he's got he's got a couple he's but but in general he's a face to face school and when he's not it's not as interesting.
1: I, it's just the, the the mannerisms and the delivery of the lines. Like yeah. I, I swear, the voice is different, the clothes are different. It's just him. It's just him doing the same shtick every time. Yeah,
0: because I remember like in the the peak of of we all love Johnny Depp because he's sexy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, watching stuff that wasn't Gothic Johnny Depp, you know, like pasty face, ghoul Johnny Depp, and I'm, like Secret Window.
1: Oh, sure, and I, and yeah. Like, well, I mean, he's done so much stuff. And
0: right? I watch it, and I'm like, but what is he supposed to be doing here? What? Yeah. Are we to gather by it's this performance? Good. It's not. It's not, film. it's not compelling. No,
1: that that was a getting back onto um,
0: Stephen King. Stephen there King. There we go. That's our transition. If if, if that's okay our transition.
1: Yeah. What a weird casting choice. Yeah. I can't can't imagine Stephen King was fully on board with that but that's me
0: projecting and I I haven't Um, read Secret Garden Secret Window or Secret Window Secret Garden I haven't read the short so I don't know how much the character is is different I've just you know heard on the King cast chat about it
1: I've not read it but it is one of his many many stories about a troubled alcoholic author yeah um you know one of those
0: what if i did the bad thing that came into my head yeah so yeah. and aren't we all glad he's got writing to get those things out
1: <laughs> absolutely yeah <laughs> yeah so i i listened to our um initial stephen king episode oh, this nice. morning just kind of remind myself and I would just like to apologize once again to the beautiful babies uh for the awful sound quality that was going on in that episode. Because it's something that we're both so like passionate about and interested in. Yeah. I'm really bummed that the episode just doesn't sound nice, you know, yeah. orally.
0: Um And maybe that's how Tim Burton feels about the corpse bride.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Oh, but I mean considering that was that was I mean well I don't know. When did we when we when did we do that? The Stephen King episode.
0: Was oh was that where was was I in the hotel for that one?
1: You were and you had a terrible cold. Yeah. yeah.
0: Good. Yeah, so like I didn't have like my mixing board or anything, I was just off the internal yeah. internal microphone.
1: Yeah. So yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the quality. Uh, but you know, we're gonna have another bash, gonna have another little update chat um so yeah i think when we spoke last time i'd read about 25 of his books okay and i've probably read about another five since then i've kind of been reading other stuff as well nice i uh my my obsession has waned a tiny bit (laughs) it's still there yeah but i am also reading other things now (laughs) which is probably healthy so um
0: yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. right now I'm reading uh, The Drawing of the Three Take,
1: okay. taking
0: another chance at checking something out from the library seeing how much I can get done before it has to go back um, yeah. but I'm also still reading Jurassic Park and a book called So You've Been Publicly Shamed that I got oh, I've read that one. from a free little library in Moab because um, hmm. I, I remember when uh, John Ronson not mm-hmm. Ron Johnson John Ronson. No? Yeah, I remember he he was on back in the early days of listening to podcasts. He must have been on like Nerdist or something, uh, talking mm-hmm. about the book. And I I was oh I remember that I remember hearing hearing talk about that. It's interesting. So yeah, I've got the three that, that I'm juggling, but the one that has to go back in two weeks, mm-hmm. or however. Um, yeah. yeah. So so you've read five. What uh, highlights? So,
1: highlights i i really liked the new one fairy Fairy tale tale. oh yeah
0: i read about 20 pages of that while waiting for my tires to get rotated
1: yeah nice um i i was i mean you know again beautiful babies spoiler alerts uh because if you've not read these things i'm about to talk about them so brace yourself or go away
0: (laughs) but i mean please come back
1: Please, please do come back. Um, yes, fairy tale. Uh, from the outset, I was very concerned that Steve was going to do his old trick and uh, brutally murder a dog that he's made us fall in love with. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but, you know, spoiler alert, it doesn't necessarily happen. Okay. Okay. It's that it's, there's not a, a harrowing murdering the dog scene, which you normally get in a Stephen King book. Uh, do, so. do we
0: need like a, a spreadsheet to so which ones we do and which ones we don't? Because I, I distinctly remember you talking about it and then getting to. And then I was listening to the audiobook of The Stand.
1: Yeah. And he
0: makes a point of saying that I can't remember the dog's name. Uh, Henry. Kojak. We- yeah, Kojak. Yeah. Right, yeah. Saying that Kojak lives a longer, healthier life than his owner yes so
1: yeah that's true uh the stand is a bit of an exception uh but yeah no fairy tales. good it's it's a bit of a departure genre wise um it's kind of a mix of, of all sorts of things there are moments in it where it's like if i think maybe if you don't like fantasy it might be a bit too weird for you oh, okay but um but yeah, I recommend it. I think that's really good. I also read Dreamcatcher recently, Ooh. which I hadn't realized until reading it that I had seen the movie yeah. years ago and had no idea that that was a Stephen King story.
0: It, it's one of those movies that your brain tries to protect you from. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, you know, it'll come up on the Kingcast, like they'll do an episode on it. And like, oh no, I yeah. have watched that, haven't I?
1: Yeah, I thought I just
0: listened to the How Did This Get Made episode, but no, I I watched it. I've seen the it, shit weasels. It starts
1: out, yeah, the, the shit weasels. It it starts out so promisingly yeah. with the cabin and the creepy, you know, alien
0: it, it, shit weasel things. It, it takes some swings.
1: Oh, it takes some big old swings. Yeah. Big old misses. And it certainly does not help the um, enduring issue that uh he writes you know magical black people magical disabled people or you know differently abled people like the whole thing about dudders being
0: an alien i mean this
1: this is this is basically a you know a magical r word is kind of yeah what they call him um which is a bit difficult uh
0: Let's see, I... Yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't know about that book. There were certainly bits in it that I enjoyed, but there were also bits where I was just like, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know.
0: So, yeah, I... Uh, yeah, okay. I was making sure. I was pretty sure that Dreamcatcher was one of the movies that I had uh, live-tweeted. So... Because
1: it's like, it's Damien Lewis, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, let's see. Let's look Can't at this I anyone else in it. Thread. Um. It the the skateboard Jason Lee. Is he? Yeah. Oh
1: wow. I mean, yeah, like you say, I think my brain's protected me from it and it erased most of it.
0: So okay, so yeah, it was uh twenty sixteen, so I was going I was doing the Doug Loves movie challenge, watch three hundred and sixty six mm-hmm. movies in three hundred and sixty six days. Whew. Um I I I got to well, see Dreamcatcher was in October and that was number two thirty six. So I didn't do awful. That's um, pretty decent. As I said, uh, man, I remember seeing trailers for Dreamcatcher when it came out, and hot damn, this is not the movie they were selling. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how in the hell one is meant to encapsulate how many different elements it contains. I feel like the screenwriter said, hey, you know those unfilmable chunks of Stephen King novels? Let's focus on those. (laughs) Uh, uh... Oh, apparently, for how untamably bonkers Dreamcatcher is, I really liked a lot of it. Oh, really liked a lot of the look of it. Is what I said.
1: Yes, yeah, that's it. There's, like I said, there's kind of, there's uh, like themes and ideas in it that are great and that will stick with me, but also just very strange. I don't know, I almost feel like it could have been two different books, like if you split out some of the different elements. Um, I can't remember what they did in the movie with the whole like visiting each other's minds thing.
0: Yeah, I think I think it was just showing. Everyone had their own little mind world, and mm. yeah, there were. I saw so I had I, I had know. other thoughts on it, but a quick search of my Twitter didn't bring them up. So yeah. it's a okay. Well. Uh, <laughs> um.
1: So yeah, mixed feelings, mixed feelings about that. But I mean, the scene with them rescuing the man in the snow, and then him. Pooping his guts out. Uh, it's great. That is a great yeah. scene. Um,
0: and it, yeah, that really seems like something. You, you change that for the movie. You, yeah, it I seems know. like you should.
1: <laughs> but
0: yeah. Oh, and pretty, it's
1: pretty.
0: that was the other thing about that movie. It was like written by William Goldman, like the screenplay. It had okay. just uh, who wrote, uh, my name is Anigo, New- Princess Bride.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: And like more like I guess critically respected stuff than Princess Bride, but that's what I always remember before. Mm. Uh Dreamcatcher.
1: Funny. Just having a quick look to remind myself what I've read recently. Uh Lysie's story. Oh. I did okay. quite recently. That was good.
0: And that um, yeah, that's in my uh audiobook queue. That's coming up soon. Mm.
1: The Running Man.
0: The Running Man. Yeah. Uh,
1: that was entertaining. That I think that's the first Richard Bachman book that I've read. Yeah. Technically, pretty sure.
0: Yeah, I um, guess technically but- I haven't I haven't read any of the Bachman stuff yet. I do have the Long Walk in my audiobook queue.
1: Mm. So all the kind of jokes that they make on like the King cast, and, oh. you know, memes or whatever about Backman being like Stephen King's with an iPad and a leather jacket. With, yeah, with the iPad and the leather jacket, I get that now. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I actually understand. It's, it's like, I don't know. You know, he's got his little angel and his demon on his shoulder, and he's just like flicked the angel off for this writing session. Yes, um, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, yeah, the, I, you know, Camille Nanjiani covers it much more eloquently than I ever could in the King <laughs> cast episode about it. But um, wow. It's uh, pretty problematic by today's standards. Oh, oh that yeah, way.
0: that is. Yeah. Um, um,
1: and it's so different to the movie. Like there's no resemblance. Barely any resemblance,
0: right? Um, Although the movie is what in 1987 it is what in nineteen eighty seven that movie should have been, I think.
1: Oh sure, don't get me wrong. I I loved the Running Man movie when I was little, like you know all the crazy uh kind of gladiators like Dynamo and yeah
0: yeah. It was very
1: it was, it was very of the moment. Yeah, you know.
0: it's it's the future of nineteen eighty seven which i i love like like total recall is the future of 1989 it's that same
1: yeah yeah um i i it's not very long so i do think it's worth uh having a read if if you have time which you don't
0: right but you know but i i've got other people (laughs) i've got audiobook time so
1: you do you do it,
0: it may come around
1: yeah it's worth a go. But yeah, it's it's funny. It's like, uh, what what's it called? Like the Bechdel, 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 test? Test, Bechdel yeah. test? Yeah. Like, you know, he talks again. King Cast covers this way better than I ever could. But there's just no female characters in the book. Like he has he has a wife at the very beginning. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, I, I need to go and earn money for my wife. So I'm going to do this. Running Man yeah. TV challenge. A, a wife
0: who exists to be kind of a downer, but also the motivation.
1: Yeah. it's like has nagging... got like a sick kid or something. Yeah. And it's like this is this is my um you know, yeah, this is my motivation for why I'm doing the thing that the story is about. And then let's never worry about that character ever again. Right. You know? Um and then i think at some point they even say oh yeah we had your wife and kid murdered or something you
0: know it's just like <laughs> yeah yeah that, that which that is then. like the the eye patch leather jacket move like you do all this yeah. and then oh and it sucks um yeah. so yeah spe- speaking of like women being in the story i i don't know what the other movie was the night that i watched dreamcatcher but i also tweeted uh the irony is of the two movies i watched last night dreamcatcher had a living woman on screen for about 2 minutes
1: oh my god that's a fair point. There aren't really any female characters in Dreamcatcher either. Oh no. Uh, well, Dada's mum. That's about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably the the one who had about and two minutes.
1: her her role is is like you know, carer of it's it's. And, she's not a three dimensional character. And
0: it, would she just be in the flashbacks? Yeah. I I, 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 I can't know.
1: remember how they did it in the movie, but, but yeah. Ay, ay ay. Um. Yeah. And then I I reread Doctor Sleep because I had read it when it first came out and then forgotten about it and then watched the movie. So
0: yeah.
1: that is good.
0: I need to, I need I need to watch the the movie Doctor Sleep. One of the few books I read on uh, my Nook.
1: Wow, I forgot they even existed. Right? Yeah.
0: I I, <laughs> I still have it around. I'm I'm like a hundred pages into Dune
1: oh great have you read have you read it before
0: no this is it's that's it just about that 100 pages but just that 100 pages makes me appreciate both of the films a lot more
1: mm. it just
0: makes me like kind of excited to see the stuff that's happening and stuff i i yeah haven't finished the book so i can't fully comment on the adaptation elements of it but mm. i like i honestly i like both of the the movies i think they they are more than any other David Lynch film, I'll say a comfort watch. Like it's
1: stuff yeah. that you want to
0: see. And for as harsh as that desert is, it's still like there's.
1: It's a it's a bit campy, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of not a million miles away from the kind of, I mean, he, he does have quite a good sense of humor, David Lynch. That's true you know, too. Yeah. If you think about Twin Peaks and especially, um, I mean, yeah, obviously it's not, funny but there are relatively funny moments yeah um but i yeah i really liked the new the new film it's not that new anymore but um i I think it's a a pretty faithful adaptation
0: yeah and i i didn't get out to the theater apparently it's you know big screen experience to to behold but i Mm. yeah that's again that's one that i'll sometimes put on and fall asleep Mm. just the sounds of it like it's it's cozy after a fashion mm.
1: <laughs> which is kind of weird but i get that because i kind of feel like that about blade runner
0: oh blade absolutely runner like yeah
1: one of my comfort films it's probably my favorite film but just the kind of the sounds the kind of vangelis yeah like soundscape is, yeah yeah just kind of comforting for some reason yeah
0: I, I i've been doing that lately with uh, eyes wide shut
1: you and Eyes Wide Shut, honestly. It, Eyes Wide Shut and The Great Mouse Detective. <laughs> These are the hills that you will die on.
0: And Bram Stoker's Dracula. And yeah. movies I can't say for sure are good, but they're ones I like having on.
1: Yeah, why not?
0: Yeah, they're, you like what you like. Yeah. Um. <laughs>
1: um yeah, I th- there were more. I've read more than five since we last caught up um also i i reread the gunslinger again and still don't understand the plot sure um so i've read it twice now and i still don't get it
0: i started the movie
1: oh i did the movie too i
0: started like 20 minutes of the movie and and
1: still so yeah i've read the book twice and i've watched the movie and i still don't get it god
0: that movie so so i've I've read the gunslinger you know listen to the audiobook and i'm mm-hmm. about 30 pages now into drawing of the three and yeah it, it comes up a bunch on on the king cast i don't know what that movie was going for it was not taking its time i'll mm. i'll say that katie katie like fell asleep like right away but she, she was her comment was it was it felt like it was moving just so fast and like yeah they jump into a dream sequence but don't Tell us really that it's a dream sequence, you're trying to follow it. I'm like, Oh, the tower's here already. It
1: and I don't know, I I feel like they did a really bad job of assuming people already know the source material. Yeah, like you know, sometimes with these adaptations, they
0: take shortcuts, they
1: kind of take some shortcuts because they're like, Well, realistically, most of the people watching this will know. You'll know, James. I just felt like. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, uh, who is this now? What's happening? Where are they? When is this?" It was just a bit much.
0: Yeah, I, I think I'll. I'll... And
1: I, I, don't, I don't think I'm a stupid person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think
0: you, I'm you follow really complex, struggled. complex fiction all the time. But yeah, I'll have yeah. to come back after I've finished all of the books. Yeah, and
1: this is it. It's got such a cult following. Yeah, I really want to get it. I want to get into it. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe I should skip ahead to number two and
0: well, there's, there's see
1: how I get on with that.
0: Also, graphic novel versions. Okay. I think they they do differ a little bit, but yeah, I don't know how hard those are to to come across, but that might be that might be helpful.
1: Maybe that's my media.
0: Mm. Well, because I was listening to uh, the Janelle Monae, like the early uh, concept records, the Chase and Metropolis, mm. and all that. And I was like, the best thing for me that can happen to a concept album is that it gets made into a graphic novel. And I can, I'll, i look at the story that way, but yeah, it's tough on the album for me.
1: Mm.
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's just, and the the other thing, like I was, so dark tower came out before I'd read any of it. I hadn't read gunslinger or anything. And I was thinking Mm. maybe that's my opportunity to go in without the weight of expectations and let
1: to watch the movie yeah. first, no. and to yeah. to let
0: it, yeah, to let just watch the movie first and let it wash over me, and see what they were trying to do without trying to compare it, because that's that's a Lydiard family trait is <laughs> it's not the same as the book and therefore is bad, and I'm I'm trying to sure. to fight against I that. Think,
1: um, I think that's quite a common feeling generally.
0: Yeah, but it does, but it doesn't have to be bad no. chuck Palahniuk no. likes the movie fight club better than uh the novel he thinks it's a it's a little better um mm. so like I, I wanted to be open to that but just from the half hour that i watched it's also not good mm. regardless of like the source material the truth to it the representation of the characters it doesn't move well and i think that's no. what what you're talking about where they're, they're making shortcuts taking shortcuts because you're supposed to know this you know eighty thousand word uh, or eighty thousand page epic already the way you it, know Lord it, of the Rings.
1: It is. It is one of those um, worlds yeah. that people are just so immersed in. Like, I, I can't remember. Oh, I saw a guy walking down the street where I live, and he had. Uh, a shining tattoo on one leg oh, okay. and a carry tattoo on the other leg yeah. and it got me thinking about Stephen King tattoos and I was just curious so I was like googling the amount of people with um, Dark Tower tattoos I think it vastly outweighs well maybe maybe Pennywise oh, after sure. the, yeah. the most recent there were a lot of Pennywise yeah, tattoos could you, could
0: you get both the, the guard and the Tim Curry as kind yeah, of iconic yeah, yeah, red yeah. balloon stuff like that it's got a lot of good imagery but
1: yeah so many uh so many like gunslinger and like the the there's like symbols and stuff yeah that's that...
0: that's what I was, because i again we don't know all of the book but it is very it feels very symbol heavy mm, so yeah. and and you know it's it it's also like a club like you're in it's very in club sort of thing so if you recognize yeah. the cartet tattoo or whatever
1: yeah yeah exactly I don't know. I feel like I'm not in the club. I want to be in the club.
0: Yeah. I'm 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 working on it. I'm doing my initiations. I'll get there. Yeah. Okay. But but yeah, it's Yeah. So and it made me think, you know, a series of unfortunate events, the like 2004 mm-hmm. one. They also cram like four novels into one film, but very effectively. They're just little little bits of vignettes and they're also much tinier. There's far less yeah, but it's perfectly done. I, I really like that movie.
1: It was good. I I thought it was pretty good. But saying that, having since seen the Neil Patrick Harris series, okay. it's like oh well, this is much better
0: because <laughs> yeah. they
1: they get to kind of
0: you have the opportunity do a
1: lot more stuff with it. it yeah. yeah,
0: there's actually a, yeah. a really good early Kingcast episode where they talk to somebody who had like sold a Dark Tower series hmm. to one of the streaming services and.
1: I think I've listened to that yeah. one. Um uh, I can't remember who it was there. Yeah,
0: I can't I can't either. That one's that's not one I'm gonna look yeah. up right now. But mm. uh yeah, I and he had some thoughts on on how to bring us into the world. Cause that's that's the most important thing that you can do, especially if you're gonna do a standalone movie, is bring us into the world, uh what, mid world, I think. They don't really cover mm. that in, in the books I've read so far. But to let us know where because it's not an earth story why do they start us on earth mm. i don't know it because it's not it's not about the gunslinger that movie as far as i can tell the first act at least is not about the gunslinger he only exists in dreams and drawings that that the kid does
1: yeah
0: the mere movie. it's re- a
1: waste it's a waste of the casting of idris elba
0: and of you know. mcconaughey because i i picture mcconaughey as the man in black yeah uh, yeah in, in the stand, I picture him as Randall Flagg, just like
1: Ooh, grim, okay. haggard. Yeah, I can see that.
0: Yeah. Him or, just, or uh, Tom Cruise. On,
1: um... Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say back to um, the original series of an unfortunate events oh, yeah. movie. Um, one thing that I really loved about that was uh, the fashion, the, the costumes yes. that the kids wear. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I don't know, I just, I remember being a little bit obsessed with uh, this kind of vaguely, like, Victorian...
0: Yeah, little, like Edward Gorey, sort of...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but I didn't realise until I met her um, that the little girl in that was then the the romantic lead-ish in um, the new American Gods adaptation.
0: Oh, uh, did you see that i saw the first season
1: yeah, yeah yeah so she she plays laura moon
0: oh okay her name's
1: emily browning yeah um but yeah i won a competition to go to the uh like premiere of, of
0: american oh Guns that's so cool
1: and then got to hang out with her and yatide yatide badaki who is awesome um who plays who
0: plays shadow or, no, 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 no,
1: no, no. That that's Ricky Whittle. Okay. Um, no, she plays. What's she called?
0: Oh, that's she's like the me. Really, put my foot in it there.
1: <laughs> the, the goddess. The um, I would say Basque, but I don't think that's right.
0: Oh yeah, God, it's been so long since I read American Gods. It's
1: I mean that 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 book just lives rent free in my head. It's
0: yeah, really
1: my favorite. I, but yeah,
0: I really wanted David Bowie as Wednesday.
1: Yeah, uh, that would have been good. Oh, it would have been so good. It would have been perfect. Yeah.
0: When I was reading it, that's who it was.
1: I mean, you know.
0: And it didn't always fit, but I forced it.
1: What's his name? My brain's gone. Uh, Lovejoy. Ian. Ian McShane. Ian McShane. Yeah. He's great. He he is great. is
0: great. I have no I have no his that's a great performance and everything. I think he does perfect, but mm. just well, before I had seen the before the show was made. Mm. Yeah. And I guess the show yeah, was made too late for it to have been. Yes,
1: yes. And you know, if we're talking Neil Gaiman, um, if Bowie was going to be in any Neil Gaiman property, it probably would have been playing Lucifer and Sam. Oh, sure, sure. You know, fifty years too late, right? Really.
0: Right. Ooh, what was the yeah. graphic novel that's gods and there's a Lucifer who's got serious Bowie, thin white Duke vibes.
1: Sandman.
0: I have No, no it's because I haven't read Sandman. Um, oh, it's. Uh, yeah, it's. Oh, there's uh, another one. Damn, that's such a good series, and I feel like a real dingus not having that one available. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember what other gods, because it's it's like every certain number of years the gods come back and they inhabit, like, existing people. Like, mm. you find out that you're uh, Cassandra. Oh, or... um,
1: yes, it is. I, I've got it right here. It is. That's, um, that's what I like
0: to see. Having it on the shelf. The
1: Wicked and the Divine.
0: Yeah, Wicked. That's right. I, yeah, I haven't seen online posts about it for a long time. But, yeah, that's, no. that's a great series.
1: It is a fantastic series. And, in fact, you've just reminded me. Um, not that anyone listening will know the answer to this, but who did I lend all my wickdiv comics oh no. to? Because I've only got one left. <laughs> I've got like I've got like number five. Oh. What happened to one through four? If you have them, please let me know.
0: That's I. I don't think I, I cannot I've remember. Finished the series. I was getting them from the library, and I
1: mm.
0: kind of disrupted my my flow of them. Uh, yeah, gosh.
1: they were great.
0: Yeah. So that's good, good visuals, great storytelling. I really like that one. Mm, yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, what are what are you reading now?
1: Hmm. Actually, nothing. hey Because my um. My credit only just renewed, and I've been kind of busy doing life. Been
0: out, been social.
1: Yeah. Hey. Um. Yeah, so I've got a credit to spend. Any recommendations?
0: Uh, have you, I don't know, this is just something that I'm I'm audiobooking right now. Have you read any Peter Straub? Yes. Um,
1: yes, I have, I'm, and I like it very I'm much. Listening
0: to, to Mr. X, which is one that we covered in my uh, college uh, Gothic literature course. Mm-hmm. That was the, I like the, because we went chronologically, we started way back at like the Castle of Otranto or something, and, and ended at mr x by peter straub um and I, yeah and I'm, I'm glad i'm revisiting it because i had like vague memories of it it's very tied into to lovecraft like hmm. the characters like lovecraft exists in that world as an author but one of the characters hmm. sees him as also a prophet and he's communing with
1: oh, okay the
0: elder gods and everything it's it's weird and it's it's fun and uh yeah
1: so i i've read a bunch of lovecraft and i didn't really like it sure but i really like things that link into that whole mythology like i i played a, a game called uh sinking city the sinking city okay. sinking, yeah. yeah which is kind of very like you know definitely a rilia
0: but legally distinct from rilia
1: yeah i i'm pretty sure they mention like elder gods and stuff yeah. but it's hmm, it's just different enough to get away with it, but yeah, the whole mythology of it is just—it's very interesting. But Lovecraft himself—it's—it's it's again problematic, like how it's—it's uh, like...
0: it's easier to listen to covers of Bob Dylan songs than listen to Bob Dylan.
1: Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it is. So, okay, so Peter Strub, Straub, Sh- Straub, Straub—I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite?
0: That's really all I've particular... all I've done is is Mister X. That's the only one I know. Um, I can't see that on here. I remember Coco, K O K O. I remember seeing yeah, that one okay. on the shelves.
1: Um I mean, I've not read Talisman to be fair.
0: I start Yeah, I started the Talisman. I got that from the library. That one's good. That's That's some good mythology on that one. Um some good like world. Like it's like a from what I gathered. Obviously, you know, caveats and everything, but it seems like a mini uh Guns uh Dark Tower. Sort of thing because there's multiple worlds, there's uh, you know, magical kid. It's it's a little simplified, it's not you know, seven books over 25 years and, and everything. It's, I mean, one that, story that
1: does sound with a slightly more digestible, yeah. So, I'm gonna go for Talisman.
0: Cool, I like that,
1: yeah. Boom, done. I mean, yeah, I, I was watching a lot of horror stuff for, for spooky season. And I've still got my Shutter subscription, so I'm still kind of dipping in and out. Nice. Uh, w- watching bad horror films Ooh. and enjoying it very much.
0: Have you seen Barbarian?
1: No. Um,
0: I don't know where it might I did be.
1: notice. Well, I, I noticed that, that they were showing it at my local cinema, but I don't know if they still are. They've still got the poster up. Okay. But I've heard very good things. Yeah.
0: So. I, I, I had the chance to see it in the in the cinema, and it was, it was a, an experience. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to oversell it. I'm I'm really cautious about overselling it because I see this on Twitter, like with with a, an everything, everywhere, all at once, where everyone's like, "Oh my god, you got to see it!" Don't know too much about it going in, and everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," and then three weeks after that, they're like, "You know what movie wasn't great? The one that was hugely hyped up before I went in."
1: Mm. No, I I have managed to avoid. I don't even I don't know what it's about. All I know is that people have been very good at at, at, you know not spreading spoilers but there's this kind of like barely contained excitement that you should probably go and see this so
0: yeah i i'm trying to think of like things i could say but i don't i don't want to i don't want to take that away from anybody Mm. in the u.s it's on hbo max right now okay i don't know in the uk if it's streaming anywhere so.
1: I've still not seen the new Hellraiser. I can't find that.
0: Oh, see, oh, that's on um, Hulu. That's a, a Hulu original. Mm. So it might be on your Disney Plus. I don't know.
1: Turning is. Uh, ah,
0: ah. Hmm. Uh, now I feel bad for only having watched half of it. My uh, <laughs> my privilege is showing.
1: What about you? What watched anything or read anything exciting recently? I mean, obviously you did a little mini update.
0: Yeah. Um. I and I think everything else I've I covered here beetlejuice uh great mouse detective eyes wide shut um oh i I watched from russia with love i think for the first time why not uh, okay because it's uh to a kid it's the most boring james bond movie because it's the most straight ahead spy thriller of all the james bond movies because like dr no has like like a layer and radiation and all this stuff um from russia with love they're trying to steal a a, a decoding device yeah the, the gadgets include a briefcase with hidden compartments which is like there's a flat there's a throwing knife and and gold sovereigns but it's not you know so as a kid, that's not one I was ever attracted to, but as an adult, like that's no. a it's a good movie. Okay. So good good mm-hmm. little spy thriller. Like if you've not seen any other James Bond movies, that would be a good one to watch. Good nineteen sixties espionage.
1: So did they have they officially announced that it's Tom Hardy is gonna be the next one?
0: Uh no, no announcement yet. I I, I oh. there will definitely be an episode of James Bonding uh when it does so that's how i will find out (laughs) um do you you have a favorite song
1: oh i mean i've done whole quiz rounds about um james bond themes i think the garbage one was pretty great yeah the world is not enough
0: i mean but i i also Um, have like a tendency to like garbage so
1: yeah exactly a little bit biased there but I, i thought like the adele one was very good um didn't particularly like the sam
0: smith one yeah it it seemed a little thin yeah yeah
1: was it was it chris cornell or was it
0: yeah chris cornell you know my name from uh, casino royale that was
1: pretty good
0: see i liked i like casino royale and quantum of solace uh you know my name and then uh another way to die the jack white alicia keys the jack white one yeah Yeah. see i liked those two better than any of the other daniel craig ones yeah
1: i just on um shirley manson oh yeah i was scrolling scrolling the old feed earlier uh and saw that she said she once uh pooped in an ex's cereals uh because she found out that he had cheated on her (laughs) um and i just love that i because i i sometimes use that phrase as like you know not to disappoint you i say like you know not to shit in your cereal right yeah uh, it had never occurred to me that anyone has actually done that That's... and that it would be Shirley Watson but yeah there you
0: go All right, I th- and on that <laughs> bombshell um, yeah, yeah. Uh, beautiful babies be sure to join us obviously on our fake Patreon uh, fakepatreon.com slash thekingcast and uh, <laughs> uh, this uh, next bonus episode we will be uh, dreamcasting the live action Three Caballeros movie uh all right and as always